Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. This is Journeys with Jen. I'm Jennifer Griego. Today, we are again here with my entire family. Um, it is Father's Day today. Woohoo! So, we are kind of doing uh, a Mother's Day, like kind of, I don't know, a different a version of Mother's Day. You're going to call Father's <laughs> yes, Day a version, a version of, of Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. <laughs> the wow. podcast is a version of the Mother's Day one. Oh my god! No, I like that, Jen. Well, like initially, that. it was supposed to be like a podcast involving gratitude, but it turned into a roast. So, this is just a... Uh, a roast of dad, roast of Bob Grego. Well, the last time was roast of Timmy, so you know. Yeah, but uh, it I'm was more of a roast. It wasn't a roast. My dad called Timmy a badass about like forty-seven times. Yeah. Well, it started as a roast to Timmy, and I, then I have to, changed. I have to apologize right, for that Joker. for the listeners of the Mother's Day podcast. Um, well, there weren't that many. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not. That nice. was after dinner. I may have had one stacked. too many glasses of wine. I was too complimentary of the youngest. With uh, he was hammered. Too many. Um, Timmy times is that I a called bad him ass. a badass, so, but Timmy, for Father's Day, got I picked me. It out. I found it. Got me a little sort of ridiculous push button thing that says this. You are a badass. So you're uh, gonna have of that course nice I've and been handy. using that all day today, but I think it was meant to be motivational. It's just sort of a joke for us. But um, anyway, thanks guys. Happy Father's Day to Dad. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Happy, Happy Father's, Father's Day. Day to my dad Thank you. in heaven. Happy Father's Day to Papa. Fasha, his dad. Dad is Fasha. Oh, his dad. Oh, his father. I will just say this in my defense. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. Please. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I guess I'm not getting any humility awards. Yeah, we got a lot. Of, get the cricket app. You sure didn't Ready have any drinks go. before this, Dad? Exactly. Not yet. Well, we are doing this uh, before dinner, so that doesn't happen again. So we gotta. Just have to sit through dinner with you guys. The chances may. Be pretty good. That'll happen. Okay, okay Jen. So dinner. tell us what the um, what's tell the, us how this what's is the format? Go. Well, it's like I said, a version of the Mother's Day podcast. We're just telling stories. All oh, this this is gonna be a little. I don't even know if it's possible, but a little. What are you doing? That the key to comedy is timing. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. He says, All right, let's have okay. it organized. And what we're gonna the point have of the podcast? This family, this this family, family is not yeah, organized. This family is not organized. Again, oh. I apologize to everyone listening to this one. My family <laughs> is psychotic. Um, you know. If you don't want to listen any further, I don't blame you. You know, the time-space continuum is not something the Griegos have mastered. If I didn't tell them what time dinner was, what time we have to drive yeah, away for dinner, in his own what world. time we have to start the podcast, how long the podcast will take, then we'd probably be doing this right up to the time dinner starts or late into the night. You know, Dad's, Dad's whole term, the time-space continuum, he was practicing <laughs> around the house all day. How do you do it, hon? I would, like, I would just like to identify that today... Um, we got Dad some great gifts. I got my dad a nice hat and a spatula. Yeah, and please tell us about that little nice <laughs> egg flipper spatula that got me to replace the one that you broke on the grill. Um, so there I was. I was flipping a steak. Nice, um, perfect non-GMO cow elk steak and uh, flipped it over and I was trying to press it down to get all the juices, you know, flowing. Yeah, I push steak. it out of the meat. Good idea. Exactly. <laughs> Make it nice <laughs> and dry. What a grilling expert. Okay. And I and I push down and I break the spatula. So let's go ahead and get started with the podcast because no one's going to want to listen to this. Exactly. No, it's, it's just the rambling. Let's just go from one well, point to one Well, this is for David, point. though. Okay, well, maybe we should tell that to Rayman because he practically bankrupted a casino and he was a retard. What? He was a retard. Retard. All right, well, what just oh happened? Apparently, um, David told a story that we're not allowed to tell on this anymore. So I have to edit that out. So if it sounds a little rough, um, that's probably because it's hard to edit David's stupidity out. I think but every anyway. time David talks, I'll just hit this. And then there's that big, awkward silence, you know? That is so true. That way you can just yeah, have suck. 
<laughs> quiet. Anyway, David was like there. I said, we do have a list of topics to roast my dad on right now. Is that nice? So yeah, it's very nice. Um, anyway, I can't say that one either. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, there's a lot of things we can't say. It turns out I'm looking here. You know, it's funny because we have all these <laughs> crazy, <laughs> these really awesome great stories. We're like, oh, that's inappropriate. That's not PC. Okay. But dad, dad would bring uh, that up without okay. a doubt. Let so, me just say this. Oh, and I know it's Father's Day, but this summarizes. There's no way, no way that you could come from my loins. Soon as I get home, the first thing I'm going to do is punch your mama in the mouth. So that's a direct quote from Bob Grego. Guys, well, he's uh, condoning It's okay, guys, because guess what? Yeah, dad's not a, your dad's. Okay. That's not nice. The only, the only problem with the dad roast is he's the best at telling these stories. So when we try and roast him, <laughs> well, what about that we just tell the stories really bad because they're his stories. All right. Well, may- maybe I can tell this story. So yesterday, I think Dave- Dad was watching the video of our house as we were like building in. It's kind of like uh, it was still half built. But, but obviously before we had this house, you guys had to rent some other places and had to use a realtor for that. Um, and obviously <laughs> our uncle was a realtor. So he had this one of those lockbox keys that he loaned to my parents when they were going to visit houses. And when they went with their actual realtor, the guy forgot his lockbox key or whatever they're called. So anyway, we're looking at houses to go. rent. We went to a house. We got out of our car. We walked in through the sidewalk. Mom, we don't need all yeah, these tiny need little details for the details. love of God. What color were the trees at the time? Uh, <laughs> were there any flowers, red, orange, yellow, What was the temperature? Blue, I want the exact like 78, 79, or was it 80? Dad, why don't you tell the story? What was the social oh, security the number of the realtor? So my brother says, Bob, here's well, the key. Okay, but don't tell anybody I gave you the key because it's supposed to be coming from the realtor. Okay, no problem, Bob says. So Bob puts it in his pocket and or puts it on his keychain, doesn't think anything of it. So we go see a you know rental house that this other guy took us uh, in our neighborhood, and so we're going and we get halfway to the door and the guy goes, "Oh shoot, I'm so sorry, guys, I forgot the key." And then Dad says, "Oh well, I had a key," and the realtor you know quickly turned around and said, "Well, how do you have a key?" He goes. <laughs> no, he goes, how do you have a key? Are you a realtor? And I'm like, uh, apparently. <laughs> no, he said, uh, yeah. Oh, but I'm just not good at it. <laughs> he said, no, he said, well, then why are you hiring me to show you the house? I go, I'm not that good at it. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. I'm like, Bob, and I elbow him. You're supposed to say it. Oh, my God. So that was funny. Then there was another experience that um, Dad and I went on a trip, just a weekend trip to Pebble Beach. And we just having a weekend alone by ourselves. And at this point, we had one or two kids. This is our friend's uh, yeah, second home. Yeah, it was the good life before yeah. Timmy came along. And um, Yeah, this is before I had kids. Before this was so applicable to me. Yeah, oh, wonderful boy. Nice boy, right? He's a good boy, I'll tell you. Now I know why tigers eat their young. <laughs> anyway. Thank you, Ronnie. So Didger we Bill. arrive at our friend's house. We get to stay there for the weekend. And Bob and I decide we need to go you know, get something to eat. It's around 5 o'clock. So we drive down to the, the local restaurant. That's there, um, and we walk in just before they started to, this before they were opened, and we happened to be wearing, um, I guess, jeans and stuff, and the guy said, oh, sorry, you know. I was wearing shorts. Oh, no, he said shorts, I guess, and I was wearing a nice little, you know, warm-up suit, you know, like cute. Yeah, your $6 suit matter. from this Target. Significant, it, does, it does matter, because. It does. The whole thing based on what we were wearing. So I wore my nice matching, you know, warm-up suit from Ross. Walmart. So we got to the restaurant. The guy said, oh, I'm so sorry, but we're not, we can't serve <coughs> anybody that has shorts on. So I was like, oh, okay, no big deal. So we get into the car and we go back to our uh, the house where we're um, staying at, and Dad changes into jeans. Okay, that's fine. A nice shirt. Yeah, and by the way, it's like a mile walk Yeah. to go back to their house. 
and then to walk back to and this was mile total or two miles both ways well, it was in the snow uphill we both were in ways a car at Pebble Beach. At this point, but anyway, we drove no, back. No, we were not in the car. I had to walk both ways. But anyway, okay, it was um, a long way, and it was a hot dog shack. It wasn't <laughs> even a restaurant. I wasn't there yet. Huh? All right. So we decided to go to the hot dog shack, which was different from the restaurant, from the golf course. So we get to the shack, and the guy says, oh, sorry, there's no jeans, because the whole golf course doesn't allow jeans. That's a country club. So uh, Dad's like, okay, fine. He's getting a little frustrated. So we go up to the house and change and the only other suit or any other clothes that Bob has is a suit so he goes and gets the suit and comes back and walks in the shack and realizes the guy says oh wow you're dressed up for the occasion so we had a hot dog and chips with you having a suit on <laughs> <laughs> totally worth it guys we start uh, whatever so we tell the story. I'm sorry for wasting your time <laughs> all right um well as this is very well organized as you can see or here but Timothy has, doesn't have the list we were looking at right now. But, you know, like from the Mother's Day podcast, we just told our stories and had a fun time. So, Timothy, what is your story, Cone Padre? Well, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, for everything, like, there's just, like. Can you say like <laughs> more times? Timmy is a badass storyteller. <laughs> All right, I'll go. So, my dad is a genius when it comes to uh, a lot of things, especially fire safety. In Greer, like a couple of years ago. <laughs> Go ahead, Tim. Steal my story. <laughs> okay. Um, probably like, so about five years ago, we were at our cabin in Greer, Arizona, and uh, we had just had a fire in, in the fireplace. And The night before. The night before. And so my dad, he, he got me, and I was probably like eight, eight at the time. And he's like, all right, let's go back behind in our backyard and dump these ashes, and then we'll step on them and make sure they're all out. Our backyard's a forest. Yeah. And so we get like a bu- all, the bucket full of ashes, and we walk we out. We all fall down. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we, we walk out of the gate, and we're, we go out in the forest, and we, we dump it all in this one pile. And my dad's like, all right, Tim, go ahead and pee on it, and it'll be all, fa- be all fine. I'm like, well, they were cold. Yeah. And then uh, we're like, Dad, I can't pee. And he's like, okay. And so he, like. <laughs> Dad's just pressured Tim, pee now. <laughs> he's like, well, you got to do CBS. it. Yes. And uh, so, like, we ended up just, like, leaving with it was fine. We thought it was cold enough. Yeah, the ground was muddy. It was yeah. cool outside. It had been raining, and there was no wind. I'm like, ah, it's fine. And so we decided to go to lunch, the whole family. And we're eating lunch at this one place just, like, down down the road. And we were kind of looking up, and our cabin was at the, as that uh, the top of this hill. So you're looking at it. All of a sudden, we start seeing the smoke. And we're, like, we're looking at each other like, that, that kind of looks like it's pretty close to our cabin. And we were looking, we were looking, we were like, it was November at the time when we were looking up, we don't know, like, if it's at our house or not, so we, and we quickly drive up to our cabin, and we get there, and there's smoke in our backyard, and we know it's our house, and we're, we're, we're panicking, we're like, David screams, like, let's go get the dog, so he runs upstairs, and David is a complete, having a complete panic attack, he's like, call 911, what do we do, and my dad, and the, he's like, getting the cooler full of water, he's like, whatever you do, don't call 911, I have it handled, and so we're rolling like this big cooler full of water, spilling all of it as and we're getting to the place, and a fire extinguisher, and a shovel, and, and so we're getting to the place, and my dad's like, putting water on it, shoveling it, using a fire extinguisher, and we, we get to the point where it's pretty much all out, and, and all of a sudden, we start hearing sirens and we look down the road the fire like a fire truck coming up and my dad starts getting all pissed off he's like who called the fire department what happened what happened it wasn't me and david was like yeah it was like yeah. 15 feet in diameter and it was pine needles and it was put out very quickly like i said the ground was moist and 
um, it was a mistake, obviously. What happened, the wind, the wind got cranked up, and it, it lit the embers, and it got going, which is a good uh, fire lesson. You hear that all the time. Make sure it's cold and out and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I was like, who called the fire department? I think Jennifer called the fire department. Yeah, I did. Yeah. No, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> no, we all Hi did. Hi, guys. This is Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my fire I had, cast. like, three different people telling me that I had to call the fire department. So I was like, okay. And also, like, when you're a kid, you're like, there's a fire. You call the fire department. All I know is immediately after that, you guys said this. I'm not going to call him dad. Ever. Even if there's a fire. <laughs> the fun thing was I, I got to use a fire extinguisher for the first time. It was sick. It was fine, though, but it was like, sorry, guys. Sorry, fire department. Didn't they want to test out like, one of their new tools? Yeah. yeah. They, yeah they tested out a new uh, like combination of water and something. It's like soap. Yeah. yeah. It kind of suffocates the fire. So we did a good deed. Yeah. Mm, well, if you could have peed a, more, we would have had a, not a problem. I apologize call. for not being a hydrated eight-year-old boy. Well, let me tell a story about a fire then that involves one of our children. <sighs> so this was actually could have been very bad. We went up to Greer and we came back on um, like a Saturday night, I think, and this was Sunday morning. And we'd had problems with an exhaust fan outside on the patio for the grill. And Carol had had an electrician come out on Wednesday and he couldn't fix it, and he realized there was a part that was bad, so he ordered a replacement fan or something, a motor for the fan. And um, we went to bed that night, and the next morning at around 9 o'clock or so, our dog wanted to get outside, so we told David to take the dog out. And David was, how old was David? Probably about 9 or something? Mm-hmm. Probably. Maybe 11 or 12, I don't know. But So we let tell David to take Gunner outside, and, uh, he was on the couch watching iCarly. He wasn't then. But anyway, so he, lit. he takes the dog outside, and then about five minutes later, we hear the dog scratching our door. And it's like, we yell, David, what are you doing? Why aren't you outside with Gunner? You know, we never trust the coyotes because we've had him kill one dog, and the dogs aren't allowed to be outside by themselves. And so David goes, well, I couldn't stay out there. It was too smoky. <laughs> We're like, what do you mean it's too smoky? We go outside, and there's smoke coming out of the roof. And I was like, holy crap. And this time I said, call the fire department. But um, I got the hose and I couldn't see to stand underneath the um, roof line, underneath the ceiling and aim the water up onto the roof. I had Jennifer and David get up the hill from me and help direct where the water was going in order to, to hit the flames and put it out. And then it took like 25, 30 minutes for the fire department to get here. And they got here and they, the fire was already out. But remember they wanted to bang a hole in the roof? Try they to get to it. I asked him, please don't do that. You know, we've got to make sure that there's no fire in the attic. I'm like, well, don't make a big giant hole. Go up there and look at the top and see if there's any flames there before you tear a big hole in the ceiling. But, um, yeah, we thought it was great that David decided it was too smoky outside. And i got to stay inside here where it's nice and calm. I thought as the smoke comes out of the roof. I thought our neighbors were grilling Plus some wires. Plus, it was like, an iCarly episode you didn't want to miss, so that's why. I thought some neighbors were grilling some wires or some shit. <laughs> Yeah. Like, dang, this smells rank. What are they doing? Cooking wires again in that little meth lab? Yeah! Look what I have created! I have made fire! I have made fire! And yes, that's uh, from Castaway. Thanks so much, Dave. Well, nice. um, <clears throat> the old fire, the first fire story was because Timmy couldn't pee. And then when I was, well, I was like three or four, and we were. We like live on a mountain, and we put a cross up on the mountain every year. And I wanted to made out of Christmas lights. Yeah, for yeah for Christmas, and we have the Christmas lights, and we string them. And I wanted to go help my dad put them up. And help 
Jen says, help, yeah, I wasn't really quote yeah, unquote. Like, okay, Jen has defense, never helped in her life. In my defense, I was like four, so my version of help is still the same now, but whatever. Anyway, so um, when we say we, we actually just mean dad. <laughs> well, now it's we. It, it used to just we be We help. Jen, Jen's stance I help. is hands on the hips, looking over there. <laughs> no, no, that's wrong. No. Hands down, chest Genuinely. Down. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cheetah. Literally, you're doing Hold on, I got to use that line. This no, is from no, no, This no, is from no. a oh, home movie man. years ago. That's a cheetah. <laughs> you know, nice. That's true. That's right, Jennifer. That's, that's a cheetah. That may sound like Alvin in the Chipmunks. That's a cheetah. Sequel. That's please, a cheetah. Can you please stop playing? That is it. Jennifer's real voice at the time. <laughs> and speed. That's a like shout out to but anyway, so, so I carried Jennifer up the mountain to help. She was going to help with the cross. And you guys were little. I mean, you were like three yeah. probably or yeah. two. Three or We just and said four. it. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, and David was there also. But as soon as I get you up there, what did you say? I have to pee. Like the second I wind up climbing <laughs> up the mountain with you, I have to pee. I'm like, couldn't you have said that? Like we just left the house. Like <laughs> literally, literally two, three minutes ago. Literally. literally like genuinely. And uh, <laughs> genuinely, so I'm like, so well, mean. here, Jen, just face your butt down the hill. I'll hold your hands, and you just go pee. Dude, this is really awkward. And then what'd you do? I pee on your shoe. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it was awesome. Peed all over my tennis shoes. Dad has a lot of stories with his kids in urine. Uh, I don't know what the deal is. Apparently, <laughs> in case you guys were wondering, that was the last time Jennifer went over to help. Went up there to help with the cross. That's, That's not true. true. That's no, not true. true. I go up there every year. Okay, we have some other dad stories. How about the story, Jen, when uh, you were a baby? Oh, how you abused me as a child? 15 months old, and I went to the grocery store the very few times I left the house. And dad was, quote unquote, air quotes here, babysitting you. And tell us that experience there, Jen and Well, it um, has scarred my mind forever. And Um, my eardrums. That is true as well. So, um,. Well, I do have a lung disease. My lung capacity when I was very young was freaking fantastic. Um, my when my mom left, uh, my dad was, like, going to watch us and me and David. and um, David and I? No, it'd be me and David because we watch me, not watch I. Mrs. Green taught me that. Anyway, this is before Timmy was here, so you know the good old days. Um, but my dad was going to watch us. And whenever my mom left, I would just scream bloody murder until my mom came home. So my dad would lock me in my room and then... It was w- just that one time. Oh, please. Uh-huh. It was, because I never watched you again after that. <laughs> 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 no, first of all, I came home and dad... Uh, one time I did leave and came home. Dad was uh, had you on your knee, on his knee, and he was... And <sighs> his outstretched arms was like not that keeping tall. her... From like, you know, three feet away from him, from her. I was like, that's how you're like. His arms are three feet away. Trying to console her from like an arm's reach apart. I'm like, oh, how about bringing the baby a little closer to your body? And then like giving her a little hug and, you know, a little, you know, rocking of a baby. You know how that works? And then dad's just like looking at the game on the TV and just. Um, You weren't there during this battle. I've seen it. And the second that you left, she started screaming. And she screamed for over an hour. And I thought, I mean, she's got cystic fibrosis. She doesn't that have that good a lung function. How long can she scream? So <laughs> Thanks. She started I love screaming. how that was. Well, that time her lung that. function was 100%. Well, so. I gave her a good college effort. I tried to help her for a while. College. I did the swing thing. That's what you say, college effort. You wouldn't know you're not going to get there and go to community college anyway. But SCC. Let's <laughs> go chokes, baby. <laughs> anyway, so, so I really tried to get you composed and get you settled down, but it did not work. 
Anyway, so I was like, well, fine. You can scream if you want to. And after about 20 minutes of me trying to console you, I said, forget it. I'll go in there and watch TV in my room. Put you in your room. Close the door. Walk down the long hallway the other end of the house. Watch TV for 15 minutes. Went and checked on you. And, of course, I go back to check on you, and you're still screaming. And um, it, as soon as I peek the door open to check on you, you scream louder. Anyway, this went on for like an hour and a half. You screamed the entire time. And then, uh, Good treatment, though, Jen. Yeah. Carol's like, well, how's, uh, how's Jen? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'll go check on her. She's been <laughs> screaming last time I checked on her. Here you go. This is for you, Jen. Tim, Here you go, Jen. This is for you. Huh? You want to be daddy? Is that it? What? Number two, you want to wear the daddy pants? Huh? You going to cry? Yeah, you want to cry? Apparently, I did. Exactly right. Awesome so, powers. Tim, let's tell uh, the story about you when you were uh, maybe about nine months old and you used to scream bloody murder yeah. in the crib because you Tim wanted to get fed kids. all the time. <laughs> So tell us what David happened there. David was the best, easiest How did Dad wean you off of the uh, As always. Not anymore. Now you're a troubled child. Just kidding. Well, <laughs> Jennifer just liked to scream because she liked to have attention for herself. But me, on the other hand, I, uh, <laughs> I screamed for food. That, that was my thing. <laughs> uh, since day one, I've always been, you know, hungry. So <laughs> uh, like every night, my mom would wonder why I'd start screaming in the middle of the night for hours. She and probably knew considering she was a dog. milk. And then she realized that I was just always hungry. And so every night I would start screaming bloody murder and my mom would wake up and calm down and feed me. And then one night my dad's like, you know what? I'm done with this. So he goes <laughs> and picks me up and drop kicks me down the stairs. <laughs> 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 oh, that's not true. That's <laughs> what you Sorry. wanted to do. <laughs> I landed on my head and then I realized, you know what? I'm not going to stop eating until he tells me no. And then I got 180 pounds. <laughs> no, actually, that's a good that's story, true. Timmy. That's, that's, that's what happened That's to pretty much head. how it happened, except for he didn't drop kick Timmy. He actually drop kicked the crib. You're going to blame me for eating disorder? <laughs> like Kobayashi. <laughs> anyway, that was uh, that, that was out. a lesson for a pediatrician who um, realizes that you should stop nursing in the middle of the night for a baby that's really well fed. So I decided that, okay. You mean Timmy was nursing until he was 14? Yes. Yeah, you decided to stop feeding me when, yeah, I was obese. I was overweight. No, overweight. I was obese. No. <laughs> overweight yeah. and obese. No, we all learned together. then that <laughs> the baby really knows where their mother is at all times. So I had to remove Timmy closer to our bedroom and move him away from our bedroom so he couldn't smell us or hear us, and mostly me. So that was the way we weaned Timmy from feedings in the middle of the night. And, and then you just let Tim, David carry him across the house every day. That's true. Drop him on his head a couple of times. But Tim, let's tell... Uh, Wait a second. Did you say your mother? Because... That's not your mother. It's a man, baby! <laughs> Austin Powers. Again, that's I had to use that. There's not many times that I can use that quote. You married a man. But um, the Just other story, um, remember, <laughs> Timmy, that dad's taking you on a hunting trip and are these he told all, you... Are these all he told, directed towards Timmy? And he told you to um, pick up those pellets and taste them because you can tell if they're deer fresh pellets or not. Yeah. And I... Tell I, him, I that is disgusting. Yeah, so we were on an elk stock and uh, we were walking up. I'm pretty sure dad's already told the story when he was calling me a badass. But anyway... I don't think um, I did this one. I don't remember. Uh, anyway, so we're, we're walking up this mountain on an elk stock. By the way, listen up, dads, if you're going to take your kids hunting. This is an awesome trick that would work on almost any kid except for... An obese if, child. Unless it's the youngest in this family that's already seen every trick and rip and practical joke, and he was not buying it, but go ahead. Timmy Thick. So um, I, was, I was walking up the mountain with my dad, 
And we stop under this tree. And my dad, he's like looking around. He's like, then he sees these elk droppings. And he's he picks them up. He's like, we're on an elk hunt. Right, yeah. We, we're, we're stocking we're elk. Stocking, we're on a stock for elk. And he, he picks up these elk droppings. And he's like, hey, look, these are really fresh. And uh, he's like, and you'll, you'll know like that. Can, really I, fresh. can I stop you one yeah, second? Because I stopped you like five times. Yeah, you said, yeah. we were on the, I kept stalking. I was building up for this. And I thought it was really smart. And your mom finally reminded me to bring the prop for this deal. But we were, we were saying, I was saying, Timmy, look at these tracks. You know, you can tell the direction that the elk is going by this and that. You can tell, you know, whether it's a bull or a cow based on how the, the spread was between the, the front tracks and the back tracks and all that kind of stuff. And as we got closer, and I was also pointing out, rubs on trees i think it had you had a cow elk tag right mm-hmm. but we were i stopped you like five or six times during the stock and was teaching you these things and then you're right so we get up to a tree yeah. and i stopped you and what did i say and so you, you stopped it and you, you went to go pick up uh a, like a piece of elk 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 crap and he picks it up and he looks <laughs> he at smells it, it and he looks smells it it. And he's like you know this is really fresh and if it's fresh enough you could taste whether if it's a bull or a cow he puts it in his mouth and he starts eating it I just look at him. It's ten, <laughs> ten, ten, ten and, or eleven year old. And thing. I look at it and I said, "I'm trying to think. This is a, it's a pretty good sized bull. It's probably like a 350 inch bull, and this and that." And you just, you just <laughs> put your hands on your hips, gave me the kind of Jennifer look, and wow. looked at me. And what'd you say? I was like, "Dad, those are chocolate almonds. Do you have any more?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, sure, here we That was classic. Oh uh, man, I was like, "This that was the was best joke." I wanted to do ever. it for all the kids on their first hunt, and I had forgotten. I finally remember it, and Timmy was like. Those are chocolate-covered almonds. Do you have any more? <laughs> like, a, a little backstory of me kids. when I was like four years old. I used to sneak no out of my cares. crib and uh, go underneath the coffee table, just, just get a jar of chocolate almonds and just munch on them until chump, six chump, chump, He'd chump. sneak everywhere to do it, too. He would do it underneath our coffee table in the kitchen, and then he got caught. And then like my dad would come, would go on his way to work in the morning and come downstairs, and he caught Timmy under the coffee table, and then after Timmy got caught, he would go outside under the table, <laughs> but then our doors, like, when you open them, they beep, so my mom was like, okay, well, my dad already left for work, no one else going outside, so she went outside to see what opened the door, like, what made the door, like, go off, and Timmy just sitting there eating chocolate covered almonds, because he got caught, so he had to go to a new spot. Oh, I think here's what Timmy said, he said, do you want a chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> little child <laughs> you want a well, dad's, <laughs> dad's got a great way of disciplining kids and i do have a story that i remember just happened recently so david was we had some people over for dinner and we were entertaining and then dad was like um couldn't find his flip-flops thongs his thongs i still call flip-flops thongs thank i don't know you. who calls Although them I do, thongs i do appreciate the woman's underwear that's taken over the word but uh, no, go, go get my thongs i'm like excuse me your flip-flops so anyway, uh, Dad. I'll take you from here. So, <laughs> oh, I remember this. So there I was. I was wearing Dad's thong. <laughs> 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 okay, I was wearing Dad's flip flops at the time. Apparently, they were quote unquote Dad's flip flops. Yeah, as in all the stuff you get out of my closet. Which oh, I thought it was mine. <laughs> Crickets, please. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, so. The flip-flop wasn't even in my room. It was, like, in, in the room? hall. It was in the hall. And he just knew somehow that I was wearing it, which was a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> so we had probably, like, four or five people over. And I was getting all ready to go, like, meet people. And uh, <laughs> and <laughs> Dad comes out of my room, and he's like, hey, Dave, uh, these are my flip-flops. These are my thongs. 
and uh, go go and clean up the mess in your room. I'm like, there's no mess in my room. What are you <laughs> talking about? He's like, there's a mess in your room. I'm like, oh. So I walked in there and I had a big jar of coins that I've been collecting since I was like eight years old. Tons of like hundreds of coins. And he just threw them and he just splattered them all over the freaking room. And he's like, good luck cleaning that up. Next time you wear my thongs, you're going to catch a thong up the ass. No, and he, and he emptied everything out the closet. Like no, all no, of your yeah. drawers he emptied out. Yeah, let me give you some backstory. This was like the 50th time at least, maybe 100, who knows, that I'd said, please don't take my stuff. And if you do, ask <laughs> oh, me yeah, it was and that return kind. it. And it was, and I was pissed because I'd been looking. I don't even think it was thongs. It was Maybe it was. But... Uh, <laughs> But I went in and I Please found them. I found them in your closet. No, I, I found my flip flops. I they found were in the no, hall. no, you weren't there, dude. You weren't at home. You were, you were, out, you were out, and then you came home to that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I found my flip flops next to your thongs in your closet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Those Victoria's Secret ones you wore to Brophy. Anyway, Those mine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I found them in your closet underneath another bunch of your dirty clothes. So then I decided to flip your room, like they do in prison. <laughs> I mean, I took every drawer and How dumped it. How do you know it. they do in prison? I've seen movies. I watch cops. <laughs> All sweaty from watching cops. Anyway, so I literally flipped everything. Literally? literally. Your desk drawers, your jar of coins, everything. Awesome. And I was it like, was awesome. and then you came home with your friends. I was like, uh, hey, Dave, um, I found some clothes of mine in your closet. Um, you didn't ask me to borrow them. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm like, yeah. You might need to take some time and straighten your room out. It's a mess. It wasn't. No, it's not. I'm like, oh, yeah, it is now. And you better think about that next time you go to take my stuff without my permission because it did make uh, a pretty good point for you. I think it took you about two hours to clean up your room. And I was wearing your pants at the time. Probably so. You yeah, always do, and you still wear your brother's clothes and Jennifer's sometimes. Whoa. I do not wear Timmy's clothes. Timmy wears Timmy wears your clothes all the time, and yeah. so do I. <laughs> well, this I, is, here's an example of why actually dad taking something of your guys's. Yeah, That's yeah, happened to be in yeah. the fridge after a workout. Dad <laughs> went to go get something out of the fridge. And dad, go ahead and tell us the story. Well, I, I, my, attorney, my attorney and doctor now. think that I probably will survive this poisoning attempt. Mm-hmm. You know, the problem is that Carol and Jennifer watch forensic files every episode and take notes on a legal pad on ways to kill me. <laughs> so... This is when I was training, I think, for a mountain goat hunt, and I did like 50 miles on the stationary bike downstairs um, watching a couple movies, and I had a couple uh, thermoses of ice water that I had consumed, and I finished the 50 miles, and we were going to, um, to dinner, and I got down and was in a hurry, and I opened the downstairs refrigerator where the beverages are kept, which, of course, I'm the only one that ever stocks that. Didn't stock Anyway, I'd stock it, and you guys would deplete it. And so I open it, thinking maybe, maybe it was a bottle of water or something. There had been this two-thirds full bottle of blue Gatorade in there for probably two to three months. And I'd seen it, and I'm like, We don't waste don't food care. around here. Yeah, we do, all the time, <laughs> especially drinks. They're always in the refrigerator. I'm thinking, oh, this has got to be fine. But I'm so thirsty, I'd take it. And I was in a hurry to get upstairs and get a shower to go to dinner. I'm pounding the Gatorade <laughs> on the way up to <laughs> our bathroom to take a shower. And I take it. And I set it down <laughs> on the counter. I have the shower going. And I look as I set it on the counter. And there's only like maybe, I don't know, a quarter of an inch of liquid left at the bottom of this Gatorade bottle. And when I hit it on the bottom, all this black mold <laughs> floated up. It was like a snow globe of mud. And I was like, 
holy crap. I just and I already drank the it. whole rest of it, you know. And <laughs> so I yelled for Carol, Carol, come here. And she goes, what? What is it? I said, um, take this to the emergency <laughs> room with me if I stop breathing or pass out or have an anaphylactic reaction in the next few minutes because apparently I just drank 12 ounces of moldy Gatorade. <laughs> so we call it blue cheese Gatorade. Oh, that's And it actually classic. didn't taste bad, but it was so disgusting. <laughs> so one of you guys had taken a sip out of it and put it in the refrigerator and whatever crap was in your oh, mouth, your tartar classic. or whatever. Oh, yeah, it was one of the gosh. many attempts to kill me from the family. What are the other attempts? Oh, well, uh, I can't, how about I can't talk about those. chess incident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Shout out to Jer Bear. Shout <laughs> to Jer Bear. We love you, buddy. <laughs> So poor dad. So we get to Rocky Point um, visiting our friends, and we had a really great time. Dr. Gerald Powers. But when we got there, kill me, dad had a headache, and he's like, hmm, shoot, I don't have any ibuprofen. I don't have any Tylenol. But we were staying at our friend's um, beach house. So uh, Bob looks at the medicine cabinet. Hey, there's some aspirin, 325 well, milligrams. Well, they've got these big jars of aspirin sitting all around the house. You pass like two of them to get to our room. They're in the bathroom. They're in the kitchen. They're in the living room. They're on bookshelves. I'm like, ah. Oh. Aspirin. I haven't had one of those in a long time, but they do work <laughs> for headache. I'm thinking, yeah, what's the problem? I'll take a couple of those. That'll help with my headache. And then like 45 minutes later, I still had a headache. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take another one. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not going to cut myself. I don't care if I'm anticoagulated. We're on vacation. Yeah, I'm on vacation. I'll be sitting at the beach. It's not like I'm going to be hiking mountains with a bow and arrow or, or something. Or fall on your head me. or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I'll be safe. What could go wrong? <laughs> Our family. <laughs> yeah, so then a little while later. You know, have a beer and walk over to, to Jerry's place. And he's like, yeah, hey, why don't we play uh, Viking chess? And Viking chess what's, is what's a Viking game. What's Viking chess, Cherry? Cherry, <laughs> So it's a game where you line up a bunch of little pieces of wood. Big pieces of wood. Like across like the beach. Two by fours, basically. And then you throw smaller pieces of wood at them to knock them down. So you have two teams. Yeah, they're like four by four pieces of wood that are maybe two feet tall. You mm-hmm. stand them up and you're In throwing the these other like wood <laughs> Like two by two pieces of wood <laughs> at the four by four Weapons, pieces of okay? wood. They're wood and trying to knock torpedoes. Them, trying to knock them over. Basically, it was the most redneck game <laughs> on the market. That and time. Uh, Jerry was not even telling us that you really had to do it. We're all lining up. The so boys I'll are lined figure up. it out. Jennifer and I and Karen are sitting on the patio game. with drinking our <laughs> yeah, loved it. Diet Cokes, going, okay, we're watching. <laughs> so then Jerry goes, Well, how do you play? Bob just says to Jerry, Well, no, just watch me. You throw it here and we go, Okay, that's yeah, fine. So Timmy and I were on the same team, right? Mm-hmm. And Dave and Jerry were on the other side. and we were killing you guys. <laughs> we literally <laughs> almost killed you. <laughs> so in slow motion, Dad's just sitting there waiting for we Jerry. We have not to seen, we've never seen this game before ever. And Jerry's like, here, I'll show you. And so Jerry starts this run like he's about to throw a javelin in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> gets to full speed. And Bob, first of all, Bob is sitting directly across Yeah, we're lying. Ag- it's, like, it's like a <laughs> Polish firing squad where you got people on both sides aiming at the guy in the middle. And we're like, God, this is interesting how he's doing this. <laughs> But he, he, he totally, dad totally trusts Jerry. Well, I'm yeah, sure he's not going to throw me. I mean, obviously, he can't, you know, kill me. And so, uh, slow motion. And at this point, my headache was starting to get better because my blood was like Kool-Aid. <laughs> so then Jerry goes, he does like a, you know, a happy Gilmore. Throws his wood javelin. What? And, you know, the happy She's Gilmore. putting movies in where they don't belong. The happy Gilmore. <laughs> happy Gilmore. And he, he runs to do the golf hit, you know. Anyway, <laughs> that has nothing to do with throwing a Okay, go ahead. He go has ahead. a running start to throw the wood javelin. Yeah. And then it just bounces right before Bob's feet and then just hits his ankle super hard with this wood javelin. Oh, yeah, it, hits, it misses the thing he's aiming at. <laughs> and it hits the sand and it's coming right from my knee. 
And I'm going, and this is, I don't know, what, maybe like a six-pound piece of wood? Maybe not that. Maybe three or four pounds. But the thing is moving pretty fast. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Jerry almost got a hernia when he threw it. (laughs) But he throws it, and it hits, and it's coming right at me. So I jump up in the air (laughs) with my tremendous vertical leap. And I get and realized I bend last my legs. Minute. Holy shit! I gotta miss. I gotta miss this somehow. And that thing hit me right on the <laughs> medial bone of the ankle. I mean, it sounded like a home run ball <laughs> off a wooden bat that was going 500 feet. I mean, it was like. <laughs> and and you know, we're like, oh no! And I hit the ground. I couldn't. I, I couldn't stick <laughs> to landing. He collapsed. He tried to like. I, act sti- like I thought for sure my leg was broken. But I couldn't <laughs> stick to landing. I hit the ground and I'm laying there and I want to be a pussy, so I stood back up immediately, like I'm okay, I'm okay, and I couldn't put any weight on it. <laughs> dude, I go. <laughs> and Jennifer, I look Jennifer's over. sitting like 15 yards from me. I look, I'm like, dude, you're already swelling and bruising. You're like, look at your leg. <laughs> And I look at my leg, and I was trying to man it up. But <laughs> I look at you could hear it swelling up, like all the arterial pressure of all the, my blood volume going in there. It's like it was like a balloon is about to pop. So within a few seconds, it was like two and a half inches Holy in diameter shit. of blood. It was just this huge blood balloon <laughs> so right on top of the aspirin, bone. Uh, prevents your platelets from clotting. Yeah. That's a very effective job. Yeah, it was so nice that my family enjoyed it so much. Do we laugh so there? So and nice. Jerry so doesn't nice. say anything. Jerry just like, ooh. He's like, hey, you gotta watch out for that one. <laughs> 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 what did Jerry say? Yeah, first thing you do is take your your uh, opponent's legs out from him. <laughs> he's like, oh my he's like, yeah, god! Yeah, you gotta take out your horrible. victims first. That was horrible. It was so funny though. But it's I okay, Dad, because one day for for your birthday, I went all out and got you lots of nice clothes. Well, but I did say this after I was hurt, and everybody was, you know, saying, "Does it hurt?" I was like, hey, "You don't know what pain is." Silence <laughs> of the lambs, baby. Silence of you the crickets. You and your silence of the lambs, bro. Anyway, okay, so this is just kind of like a fun fact. Um, every every year for Father's Day. My dad's a very hard person to shop for because all he tells you is like what he wants and it's like three things and then you just get him those things. It's and like so Rachel and Friends. Stick to the list. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. My mom always gets that list so she buys everything and then my brothers and I are like, okay, well, we don't know what, we'll either get him something from ASU or something like a flask or a bottle opener. So That's every- not saying Timmy's gotten me flasks for the last three or four years in a row. I'm like, yeah, thanks, now, Tim. Now it's just become a Christmas thing. Like Christmas? Mm-hmm. It's his Father's Day. I know, but still. Anyway, but yeah, every year we get my dad. Um, and Timmy always gives me the flask, and he's like, "Never mind." Cannonball it. <coughs> cannonball. Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh, right back. Cannonball. Cannonball coming. Cannonball coming. No. <laughs> <laughs> Caddyshack. Cannonball. Oh my lord. Go ahead. So, what's the next gift you got me? You said. Oh, I would just say that we always get you like bottle openers and stuff. All right. Well. You know, so we are doing like a kind of roast for my dad, but every year he, well, not every year, but he's done a roast for David's 18th. Oh, crap. I turned 18 this year. <laughs> yeah. And it's true that when you were. Did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? <laughs> Why? Me? Yeah. I thought that was me directed at Timmy. Oh, I, you were the one that I was just talking about how you park a car. You were the one that. Ooh. That's not very nice. Couldn't I think you should tell about the story that you got for dad. Boom. Roasted. All right, so we were at our cabin. My <laughs> dad's going on the fire, fire off. Just all we go to Greer almost every Labor Day. Dad's birthday's on September 5th. It's the day after holidays. Labor Day. Because Labor Day God because forbid it takes a labor. lot of labor to no. live with, with Bob, your dad. So Is this nice? I decide to buy dad some clothes he needs, some shorts and some shirts. And so I package them all up and put them in a nice bag. And, 
And I think, gosh, what a wonderful, nice, thoughtful wife I am. So dad opens <laughs> up the present one by one and just rips every one of them like, excuse me. So uh, why were you in great, dad? Uh, didn't like anything I bought Because they were gay. You, had, you, got him, you got him a V-neck shirt that we got so low and there it was so There were several so V-neck tight. shirts that were basically sleeveless. And they had zippers <laughs> in the back. That was one of my best jokes. And, and we all laughed at it, but none of us knew what it meant. But we do now. All right. All right. There was a turkey hunt that uh, Dad took David on uh, when David was about eight. And tell us uh, with LD and his son. You need LD on the podcast, by the way. Luke, tell us the, uh, what happened we on that trip, We can't translate Dave. redneck. So there I was out in the middle of the battlefield trying to whack a turkey. You were it? just observing. Yeah, I was just observing. You were Sleeping. like, what, six maybe? I was like, I was probably, <laughs> I don't know. I was seven. Doesn't matter. Eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> so um, oh we were like we haven't seen turkeys for a long time we we're walking down this dirt road with LD and his kid and my dad so my dad and LD had shotguns and Luke and I were just kind of walking beside him and we're walking and it's right around dusk right something like that it was dark but we were walking <laughs> and yeah we're hunting at night again another nice story <laughs> <laughs> Your facts are so far off. It was maybe early afternoon, but it wasn't Dude, dark. It was we dark. Along. It was legal hunting time. Hi, Game and Fish Department. <laughs> How are you today? Let's listen to this podcast and make stuff up. Anyway, like, go ahead. Yeah. We'll walk along and we see the turkeys. So it wasn't dark, but go ahead. It was dark. So we were walking. <laughs> we were walking. And all of a sudden, Dad and LD are like, guys, get down. There's a bunch of turkeys right here. Get down. So I tucked up in a little ball. Yeah, if I get down, I meant like, you know, get on your knees, not lay in a ball in a fetal position and close <laughs> your eyes where you can't see anything. But, I was uh, like, yeah, well, when I was probably five or six years old, and I was like, you know what, if, it, if the turkey, if I can't see the turkey, the turkey can't see me. So I closed my eyes, tucked in a ball, and hoped for the best. So, <laughs> sounds like your approach to college. Thank you. <laughs> so the turkeys started walking towards us, and then they spooked all of a sudden. They ran out of the way. So my dad... Being the heroic person that he is, tried to run out of him and shoot him down. I'd already shot him. They came up close, <laughs> and I shot at one, and LD shot at one, and mine was wounded. That's why I chased it. I knew I couldn't run down a non-wounded turkey, but he scampers. I shot, and it rolled him, but he got up and started running, so I took off running after him. But go ahead. You wouldn't know because you had your eyes closed. You were tucked up at a ball, <laughs> sucking your thumb. Hey. Reminds you of baseball practice. Shh. Sorry. It's not true. Go ahead. Anyway, he was running after it. He was uh, just frolicking, scampering after it. <laughs> and he's running. And then all of a sudden you hear, oh! He pulls his hamstring. He was running at full speed, snaps his hamstring, that was falls going to at the least ground. 30 miles an hour. Oh, Faster my than you gosh. say both. You can just imagine what that would feel like. It was like, really it was like Forrest Gump and, uh, and Forrest Gump. You <laughs> <laughs> really thought that one through. Yeah, well, let me just say this. I was running. So I was running, and actually, I thought I might be able to catch this turkey because it was hurt. And I thought, well, it's not running that fast. I can catch it. So I ran faster and faster. Then I helped this. <laughs> I felt this pop when the hip flexor tore on my left leg. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I almost hard. face planted into the ground. <laughs> anyway, uh, I did not get the turkey. He's like, I'm wounded. <laughs> Someone shot me. <laughs> And he had a huge bruise from his hip all the way down to his knee. Was, and that lasted for weeks. And that's on no aspirin. Crazy, yeah, that's crazy. right. All the way down to the same ankle bone that Dr. Powers tried to break. <laughs> but you know what? And that lasted um, for weeks. We have a really, I mean, let's save our last story for, uh, our best story for the last. 
Let me know when we're ready for the last story. Uh, well, we've got to leave for dinner in I five minutes. Wait so, like so this minutes. story actually is a really nice way to, to end this Father's Day podcast. Oh, finally something is nice it, is it for the though? dad? Dad was, was very involved with all the kids in their sports. Um, and Timmy's baseball, David's baseball, Jennifer's swim, Jennifer's tennis. But there was an experience when David had, dad was kind of like the assistant to assistant baseball coach and uh, right. to David. I can do this one. Um, so they were at practice, and David has a history of migraines, so that goes into the story. I'll let the rest of the oh, story go to nice. David. Yes, go this is a nice one. This is not a roast, or is it? But no, it's not. <laughs> anyway, so I was pitching or doing something, and it was towards the end of the end of practice, and uh, and uh, I had a horrible migraine, so I went to the bathroom. I felt really bad. Right there on the field. <laughs> <laughs> and it was probably like 10 minutes left in practice. And I was walking towards the dugout to pack up all my stuff. And, and I kind of signaled to Dad, who was in the parking lot, to come in and pick me up so we can go. And um, and it was the end of practice, so all the kids were just doing relays around the bases. So kids were at second base and home plate. And then they'd like the coach would clap, and then they'd, they'd run and race each other. And it would just be a relay across the, um, across the diamond. So, around the bases. So um, uh, anyway, it was probably like, halfway through that drill and my dad and I were just finishing up packing our stuff and and uh one of the assistant coaches like is, 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 is there a doctor here is there a doctor someone like someone fell down someone's not good and we got up and and uh my one of my buddy Zach um felt just fell down in his, in his blue at, at home plate and uh and uh we and we end up looking over there and everyone's just terrified because he's just blue like so my dad runs over there, and he checks his poles, zero poles. You can carry on from there, Dad. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, um, yeah, he's laying. So he'd run around the bases, and he was standing at the back by the backstop, and he just collapsed. He, he didn't run into home plate and fall over. He'd been there for a few minutes, and then he was standing there, and he collapsed face first into the ground. And um, anyway, so I'd, he had no pulse. I started doing CPR on him and asked somebody to call 911. And it went on for a while. So you're, one of your assistant coaches took the rest of you guys to the third base, yeah. maybe maybe the second base. It was third third baseline. We're like in you guys were field. all just sitting there. I mean, this was like yeah, we're like we're all just praying out there. And, and like remember, we were waiting for the ambulance to come. And it felt like it, it took, took forever. It was like five minutes of CPR. Yeah, it took. And forever. he started breathing. Yeah, and, and then um, he got up, started breathing, and it was started amazing. breathing and slowly, you know, got him up. And anyway, um, it turns out he had a prolonged QT disorder, right? Yeah, that's exactly That's what they right. said. That's what they said then. So we went into a... Super rare for in the pediatric population and something that usually happens if kids fall over. It's usually because of, you know, a respiratory deal, but never yeah. really a heart, a heart yeah, deal. It's, it's, it's what a is serious it? deal. It's just like a heart arrhythmia? Yeah, it usually happens in people's middle ages. Arrhythmia. You can go into an arrhythmia. Yeah. No, I, so said, bad. A, I said a heart arrhythmia. But arrhythmia. Yeah, you can. But it just so. goes to show, this is a good point to talk about CPR because every kid, as you guys know, when you're, ever since you were young, I taught you guys how to do CPR because you never know when your skills are needed. And obviously, Dad was experienced, and that you know, Zach was super lucky to have Dad there because without doing CPR, aggressive CPR nonstop, and, and without Zach breaths, without, a, without breaths, because the latest recommendation is. That's not official, by the way. Yeah, it is, isn't it? No, it's not. They still haven't changed it. So they still recommend that you don't do compressions only. CPR, whatever, the American Heart Association still recommends. What is it, 31? 30. Yeah, 15-2 or 31. 
30 uh, compressions to one breath. breath or 15 to two, whether it's a single or two. And two breaths. Yeah, whether it's a single or two rescuer. But, but it depends But on there is good data that you should do compressions only for the first, I think it's five minutes. Without any breaths, but that's not been adopted yet. But but if, um, if it's like a child I did or the old like for like a little infant, you're not doing baths, are you? Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah. Because typically, again, in pediatrics, it's not going to be a cardiac issue. It's a breathing issue, issue for It's them. a respiratory deal. You've got obstruction in their upper airway, and then you got to either plug, you know, get that out <coughs> and breathe for them. But, you know, bottom line is people don't realize how much CPR can save lives and how aggressive you need to be on CPR. Um aggressive compressions of the chest not worrying about going too deep too hard too fast it's just you know really attentive to the patient or the person that's down so hopefully everyone will take um, this lesson hard and realize how important just being a good Samaritan uh, is by watching anybody that goes down just someone call for a CPR or someone call for 911 and the other person just do CPR immediately save divide, lives divide and conquer yep you can save mm -hmm. lives that's what he did you saved yeah. his life. Yeah, it's and amazing. that was... Oh, wow, you guys are actually being nice to me. Yeah, nice nice story to end this. We could go on for forever about stories. And I could just say this. I am your father. Really? No, not really. I can't back that up. Is that where <laughs> you got that from? According to your mom, I can't back that up. We need to do some genetic testing. Well, on Timmy, at least. Podcast is 30 <laughs> minutes too long. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just cut you out. It'll be fine. Yeah, don't worry. All you right. won't notice. Well, like I said earlier, my family is crazy. So I will have to edit a lot of things out because none of us can ever agree with each other. and We always correct each other. Mainly me. But um, thank you guys for you people for coming on here and telling stories about dad. And dad, thank you for everything you do. From teaching us to hunt and taking us up on the mountain and taking us on all of our adventures. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Dad. Love you. Happy Father's Day. No, you, thanks, guys. You guys are the best. Love and I, I may say once in a while, jokingly, why do we have kids? Really? But, uh, Never I heard that It's one of my standing jokes. Gets about the same amount of laughs as most mother jokes. But uh, no, you guys are awesome. It's great being a parent. This Okay, yeah, just end it. That's, just that's, that's, that's my just usual response. Just, 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 just end it. Just All right, well, thank you guys. No, thank you guys. Thanks for a wonderful Father's Day. Father. Father. And um, Father. let's have a nice meal. Thanks to your mom for participating in the whole parenting thing. Yeah. I think um, you're involved with it. A little bit. Yeah, perhaps. Especially when I got locked in my room. Can you imagine how we would have turned out if it was just dad? Can you imagine how it would have turned out if you didn't laugh at yourselves and have fun? That, yeah, like Timmy. We do not like take seven. ourselves too seriously, so life is good. Anyway, all right. You guys are awesome. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, I know my family is really hard to listen to a lot of the time, but uh, thank you for joining us on this Father's Day journey. It was a lot of fun. Like I said, we could go on forever. There are plenty more stories where these ones came from, but that is for next year quite possibly anyway uh thank you guys for joining us on this father's day journey because you know life is short and so am i and i'm trying to make the most out of every day and i hope that you guys do too i hope you all have a great journey and you make it an epic one we're out of here come on